Welcome to A to Z Sports powered by BetMGM. I'm Austin Stanley. He is Zach Bingham. Make sure you follow us on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, Twitch, and TikTok. We're Nashville's on-demand sports talk network, and we go live every weekday morning uh, at 8 Central Time. Got to thank our sponsors because they make it happen for our show, and they help out you guys. Renters Warehouse, Nashville, the professional landlords in the area at renterswarehouse.com. Mandu, the Pulse of Fitness, 115-minute workout equals five-plus hours in the weight room. Mandu.com, your first workout is free. Wilson County Hyundai, if you need a new ride, head out to Lebanon, wilsoncountyhyundai.com for their great inventory. Calvin and Settle for your brand-new hardwood floors and finishings in the mid-state. They are at calvinandsettle.com. And the Bone & Joint Institute, boneandjointtn.org, the region's destination for comprehensive orthopedic and sports medicine care. So, Zach, we are here to talk college baseball, but it's more about the drama, excuse me, going on between A to Z Sports and WNML. The the starting lineup is the show that called us out this morning. Uh, We'll get to that audio here in a second, but just to kind of update what's going on in the College World Series, that is the fact uh, that Tennessee had a great opportunity yesterday against Virginia who Tennessee, the second highest ranked team in the College World Series, uh, dropped six nothing to Virginia. You got to give a lot of credit to Andrew Abbott, the starting pitcher for Virginia, who was just dominant, getting strikeout after strikeout, not letting the Vols get anything going momentum wise. It, it felt like it felt like Tennessee, and what well, didn't feel like they did. They had at one point the stat was zero for eight at the plate with runners in scoring position. And they had a lot of guys on third base that never made it home with less than two outs. Uh, And a lot of times with zero outs in that inning, having a runner on third and could not get it done. And this is a baseball team that prides themselves on their ability to hit the long ball, to just drive in a lot of runs, a lot of, a lot of big time hitters in that lineup, getting production from their leadoff guy, all the way through the ninth batter in the lineup and nothing happened. And Ronald says the balls chased too many bad pitches. I don't disagree with that. But Tennessee choked in a big stage, and that's kind of what this gets down to because they did have a massive opportunity as it's the the first College World Series that Tennessee's been in since 2005. So the top bracket here, Vanderbilt advances in 12 innings with a uh, late-game drama uh, against Arizona on Saturday, NC State over Stanford in the first game. And now Tennessee uh, losing to, uh, to Virginia. They've played Texas tomorrow at 1 p.m. Central Time, and this is for their lives, right? So if they lose this game, it's all for naught. But, Zach, I, I was pretty – I was I was kind of surprised that the Vols just could not get anything going offensively. It was very disappointing, especially after Vol Nation drove out, flew out to Omaha, very strong numbers, and uh, couldn't get anything done from their team on the field. Yeah, well, it's a massive opportunity, and – one thing we do know about Virginia, they were a hot team coming in. And they don't didn't have the record of Tennessee. But Tennessee, uh, you know, any team that makes it to the College World Series, you've earned that right, right? I mean, you've won to get in, and that's what makes this unique. The bracket also makes this unique. And, and I, I am curious to talk and dive a little bit deeper into the definition of blowing it because just over the last couple of minutes, I have done some research that I do think will be revealing. And so uh, Tennessee left guys on the backs. That was their key. Guys on third. It was one nothing. They had a great opportunity to tie the game 1-1 early on in the game. They couldn't hit a run in. They had uh, guys on first and third later in the game. Couldn't hit a guy in. You know, uh, and 
And that that defines a team winning and losing in baseball is their opportunity. They tried to play small ball and, and, and bunt a guy to third earlier in the game, and they couldn't get him home. That unusual for this Tennessee team as I've read up uh, and, and, and studied a little bit about them and their tendencies, this was an odd game. Usually they don't, they don't get blanked, but yeah. good pitching and good fielding. Virginia, you gotta. Oh. When they needed to get an out, they got an out. Yeah, no doubt. And Eli says blows it. You'll have no idea how hard it is to even get there. You're a clueless little talker, Austin. Eli, like the Vols blew it. Like that is that's exactly what happened. And the defining blowing it in this game is four runners left on third with less than two outs. And that was just in the first six innings. <laughs> and so that is blowing it. That is having an opportunity. And how many of those uh, third base runners were when the Vols were only down one nothing? Like it's when the game was close, when the, it was a one nothing game for almost four innings and the Vols could not do anything to take advantage of it when they had guys on base. And then there were what? 0 for 8, 0 for 9 with runners in scoring position. And it's just something you cannot afford to do. Eli says that I'm clueless. I'm not clueless. I'm I'm correct. I, I'm right about this. They choked this game away. They did not perform on the big stage. That's not like an opinion. That's fact. They they got shut out six nothing. That's what happened. And if you're like the people that say, oh it's baseball, right? This is what happens. That's why it's a double double elimination tournament. No, like that's not like how you should look at this. It's the College World Series. You don't get this. Is not the Major League Baseball where you're playing a regular season game in June. This is the biggest game in your program in 16 years, and you can't get a single run when you had opportunity. They did blow it. So I will support. Uh, I do agree with Austin. And usually, look, this is the or this is an authentic show. We we don't. This is not Skip Bayless and Shannon Sharp. It's none of that trash, all right? We, we don't sit there and plan out arguments and say all that stuff. If I believe something, I believe something. If Austin believes something, he believes something. Here's something, and Eli, uh, ears up, bud. Ears up. Blew it. And I did a little research, and this is important. Because Tennessee was the better baseball team coming into this tournament playing against Virginia. And if you look, I am literally still trying to find a team, but I am right now on 2011. 2011 uh, College Baseball World Series champion South Carolina. If you go back, Arizona in 2012, UCLA in 2013, Vanderbilt in 2014, Vanderbilt, uh, you, you go there. If you look at every single one of the College World Series champions dating back to 2011, I still haven't found one. They've all won their first game. If you want to win the championship based on history, you win the first game mm -hmm. because it makes your life a lot easier based on the bracket. It, it 36, does. 36 of the last 39 College World Series champions went, won their first game. 36 to 39. So I don't even have time to go back. I'm still on 2011. I have every single one of them. That's why, look, it can happen, but the percentages and the odds say that it won't. That was the bull, and that's what I took into account of when you say blow it. Tennessee was the better team. Game one is so important in a double elimination tournament. Everybody's like, oh, it's double elimination. Yeah, we get it. 
But that first game absolutely matters if you're trying to win the championship. And let's face it, they are. Everybody in the tournament is trying to win the championship. Vanderbilt trying to defend their title. They won their first game. So that's why I think, and I don't know this, I don't want to put words in Austin's mouth, but I think that is one of the many reasons why Austin is saying that the Vols blew it because they had a great opportunity to beat a Virginia team in game one. And if you win game one, your chances of winning the championship go up dramatically. If you lose game one, they drop. Uh, Eli again says a bad game hitting or great game pitching for Virginia is not blowing it. A bad game is not blowing it. Harsh words for just a tough game. Y'all have no idea how hard the college world series is. Eli, unless you played in the college world series, we both have the same knowledge of how difficult it is. Like uh, Eli, I don't know. They blew it, man. Like they had opportunities. They had runners and scores in scoring position and they could not get a single run home. And they're Chad Dallas was doing his job, and and really the Vols did a great job in the field and holding it to a one-run game for three or four innings there in the middle of the game, and now they couldn't get anything done. They could not take advantage of it. it couldn't From the first inning, from the bottom of the first inning, Tennessee got into a rhythm where they were not able to drive home a run, and they could not get out of it. They could not get out. So, yeah, and, and so it, it's tough. Uh, look, I – I bet on Tennessee, right? Like I, 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 I wanted to, I, yeah. I thought they were going to win and yeah. they couldn't get any runs on the board. So oh, yeah, look. especially if you have a high octane offense like Tennessee did, I think they did blow it because it was a, it was a massive opportunity. That's yes. they blew their massive opportunity that they had worked so hard to get to. Hey, I called out Eli and he came back. Check out the 24. 2005 team that was the captain of that Vols team well that's great then then good man then I'm glad that you brought that up because that adds credibility to what you're saying I still think they blew it because the opportunities that they were not able to follow through on that's my only point here is that and and this is what got to my tweet that got a lot of people all ruffled uh yesterday when I said Vols blowing it on a big stage what's new so we'll get to that because I want to read responses to that and I want to see if you guys agree or disagree with me on uh, the Vols choking on a big stage uh, being new or, or being routine for Tennessee. But first, let me tell you guys about Mandu, the Pulse of Fitness. For one 15-minute workout equals five-plus hours in the weight room, mandu.com. Your first workout is absolutely free. Uh, Full-body electronic muscle stimulation. That is what you need to do. Uh, it's for everybody. It simulates five or more hours in the weight room with just those 15 minutes because it's not putting any stress on your joints or on your body. It's putting all of that work right there on your muscles. Mandu.com, your first workout is free. Go give it a shot here in the Middle Tennessee area. Also a couple locations in Memphis at Mandu.com. Uh, I won my son's bet, did not win my uh, Tennessee bet, and Trey Young didn't perform like I uh, expected him to, but I had a lot of fun yesterday with BetMGM. Code A to Z Sports, uh, they'll hook you up. New users, they've got you. Risk-free bet up to $600. Download the app today, but use that promo code ATOZ Sports and get that $600 risk free bet. I turned my $500 risk free bet in the Super Bowl, betting on Tom Brady and the Bucks into $2,000. So, hey, it's a great opportunity. Download the app today. All right. So, did the Vols blow it on the big stage and is it new? Because here's the tweet I put up yesterday during this game Vols blowing it on a big stage. What's new? 
And I got a lot of heat from that. And, and Zach Reagan also got caught up in the crossfire, our writer for A to Z Sports, on this because he tweeted, uh, when was the last time Tennessee delivered on the hype? And Volman says, all, re- all season in the regionals, super regionals, which is far more than garbage fans like you two deserve. Uh, well, like the, the fact is that they deliver all season and in the regionals and super regionals and then had their bats go silent in the College World Series is exactly making my point of them blowing it in the big stage. That's the exact point that I wanted to bring up. And Keenan kind of did the same thing. This take is hot garbage. The Vols delivered all season until today. Again, making my point that they blew it on the big stage because they had been doing this all year. They haven't. They have been dominating on the mound and in the batter's box and hitting home runs, driving in runs, and now they did not. They blew it on the big stage. I don't know if there's a way you can talk about this uh, and be a super against what I'm what I'm saying. Well, yeah. So look, look at the 76ers, number one seed in the East. Do you? Oh man. Well, they they won their division. They won the the, the best regular season, and then when they got to the playoffs, they blew it. <laughs> they lost. Right. Like that, that I think defines of the expectations of what I think, and this is the important part. Tennessee was really good. Like Tennessee baseball this season was really, really good. And if you finish like that, your expectations, like they are to at least win and set yourselves up in the first game of the College World Series because we've already gone through the history. If you don't win, the odds are you're probably not going to win the College World Series. Right. This, this team, this Tennessee Volunteers team, is, I still think is, right? They're not out of it. They're they're working behind the eight ball. Is good enough to win the College World Series. And that's why I think that you said uh, on why they blew it. Look, the fans are going to come at you. I mean, that is, that's just how I, it works. That's how the I internet not ex- I don't expect it because I thought most people are on board with what I'm saying. Most people know that Vol fans show up stronger than the team does. And I want to I want to read a comment from Coach Tony Vitello. Quote, I thought there were moments without the plate on the mound where we lacked conviction and it cost us a little bit. Towards the end of the game, when the score wasn't the way we wanted, we uncharacteristically rolled over is not the right word, but lost our edge a little bit, which has been so beneficial to us. Ball fans deserve better because I know they came out in big numbers and certainly have helped us get to this point. So uh, Tony Vitello kind of agrees with me that they lost their edge. They blew it in this big stage when they turn around the stands and there's Vols orange everywhere of people hoping that they could do something different than what this athletic department has typically done. So let's ask this question. Agree or disagree with Austin about the Vols choking on the big stage? Comment in the comment section, agree or disagree. I think it's a good question because uh, I understand both takes. Eli came in here strong in the at the beginning of this show. And look, we read comments for a reason. We don't sit here and try to... Um, muzzle our our chat we want to hear what you have to say and we have difference of opinions right i i believe that this is a choke this is a choke job uh it, it has to be because of what they work towards but I, but let's pull your 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 tweet up again and what you yeah. said you said what's new so vols blowing it on a big stage I don't think anybody can disagree with that because they lost on a big stage. And it wasn't about them losing yesterday. It was how they lost. It yeah, was they got blanks. 
six nothing and leaving nine runners on base. That is why they choked, why they blew it. Yeah, and, and I think that if you look at what you said is what's new, Yeah, I think you were insinuating more than just yesterday's game. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I mean, it was three months ago, right? Two lottery NBA draft picks on an on a NCAA tournament court, and they could score zero on offense against a 12 seed in Oregon State, and they lose. One of Rick Barnes's most talented basketball teams loses in the first round of the NCAA tournament. Blew it on a big stage. I think that counts, right? Yeah, like, what I would are, agree. What are the big stages that the Tennessee Vols are on? I think the College World Series – the NCAA tournament, and college football on CBS. The SEC on CBS is the biggest stage that Tennessee has. And if you want to go back to last uh, October when the Vols were up at Georgia at halftime on CBS, they, they Jarrett Garantano and the rest of that team blew it on a big stage. I mean, Vols football is not near as good as baseball and basketball, but the results are the same is that when, they're, when, when the most people are paying attention to Tennessee athletics – the Vols typically don't win that game. That's yeah, typically it how it happens. And, and, yeah, I, and I don't – for everybody who's saying wins – because Zach Reagan said wins the last time Tennessee delivered on the hype, and people said last week in the Super Regionals against LSU, nobody cares about the college baseball Super Regionals. That is not a big stage. Like, I could argue that the first round of the NCAA basketball tournament is a bigger stage than yesterday's College World Series game. Because more people are watching you in the first round of the college basketball tournament that are watching you in game one of your college world series. Like that is a bigger stage. And so the vault, more people absolutely are watching you on CBS at Georgia when you're up at halftime than we're watching you combined in March Madness and yesterday versus Virginia. So they blow it on the big stage. Yeah, and you have to take it off, uh, advantage of the opportunity when you have that big stage, right? I think that's key. And and Tennessee, historically, as we've referenced, tends to not do that. And Tennessee fans, look, I, I understand the passion. I've been around Tennessee fans for most of my life. Uh, I see them on Twitter. We all see them on Twitter. And they're upset that their team didn't win yesterday. But it also, it's a realization. It's not over. But the, the expectations of this baseball team coming into this tournament is to win the College World Series, not lose in the first round. It, that's just the expectation of the team. They're better than getting shut out. Mm-hmm. They should never do that. Yeah. Find a way to score runs. Right, right. Uh, so uh, let's see. Shrike says they had runners in the corners multiple times with no with no or one outs. They should have two to three minimum. Yeah, they. that's uh, what killed them. Yeah, uh, uh, Rob says agree based on what they have done all season, laid an egg in the biggest game. That's exactly my point, Rob. Like, you're dead on right there. Hunter agrees. Cody completely agrees. Ronnie says that's like Utah Jazz being number one in the West and being blown out in the second round. After winning Uh, the first two games of that round. Yeah, right. And then Nick says absolutely agree. Larry says I agree with Austin. It's a Tennessee thing, unfortunately. Uh, Greg says fans can be disappointed in the performance, but making it to the College World Series – uh, should be above expectations. Oh, again, I don't disagree, but once you're there, your expectations change. Like, right? Like, don't don't just settle on your preseason expectations in the middle of exceeding those expectations. 
Like you're there, go take advantage of it, right? Like Eli was here earlier, who was the captain of the team in 05, the last Vols baseball team to make it to the College World Series. It's been that long. Take advantage of it while, the, while you're there, and you're supposed to be the better team, and you got zero for it. So I'm curious, and let me check real quick because I, I've been looking up who's won and who's won the championship and who's won their first round game. Tennessee. You know what happened in that first first game? In 05, they lost. Yeah. In the huh? second game, I believe they lost too. I, I don't think they've won a college World Series game since 2001. Yeah. Tennessee lost to Florida in their first game. Then they, right. they lost to Arizona State in their second. So really, Eli should know more than better than any of us in this chat how important the first game is. That's what I'm saying. Like, I value him as a commenter, and I believe him. I have not checked to make sure that Eli Long is the captain of the baseball team of 2005. I'll take your word for it. If not, yeah. it's a pretty I, good line. He, like, he's not going to make that up. I mean, nobody no, I, I don't think I don't think right. he did. But he should have, out of anybody in this world, when we're talking about Tennessee baseball and what a big stage means and what the first game of the big stage means and what happened in 2005 in which they lost to Florida, lost to Arizona State, and were bounced. He should know yeah. that. Right. I'm with Ronnie. Ronnie says, win it all, man. Don't be happy just being there. Like You can be excited and relive the journey after it's over. And, and well, you can recognize how fun the journey is while you're doing it. I, I, I absolutely think that should happen from every college athlete who gets to be a part of a team that's doing something like this Tennessee Vols baseball team. But go win the damn thing when you're actually there. And I, I think uh, Brent brings up what we're trying to say. Every team was supposed to win, lost yesterday, or lost except Vanderbilt. Tennessee, Texas, and Stanford were all upset. That's the process of Tennessee, Texas, and Stanford blowing it on the big stage. That's what I, That's exactly what we're talking about. Vanderbilt found a way to win in extras when their back was against the wall in a walk-off single, right? And, they and found all the a way. Team, all the other teams that lost scored a run. <laughs> that's the thing. Tennessee got uh, blanked uh, against Virginia. Okay, now let's get to this, this uh, comedy of – Little A to Z, because uh, one a viewer of the show, Rob, DM'd me this morning on Twitter saying that sports radio in Knoxville was talking about us uh, over there this morning about blowing it in the College World Series. So we've got the audio to play for you right now on Little A to Z. But first, Zach, tell everybody about our great friends, Wilson County Hyundai. Yeah, Wilson County Hyundai is where you need to get your next ride. WilsonCountyHyundai.com. They've got you covered with their inventory, whether it's their full-size SUV in the Palisade. they got 2021s in stock. The Sonata, the Elantra, the Santa Fe. They've got you. WilsonCountyHyundai.com. Austin and I have test-driven most of those cars. They are unbelievable. They really they ride well. They have fuel efficiency. And the price, that's also makes it a great deal. Payne Bone and his team, the owner of Wilson County Hyundai, will hook you up with a great price for you and your family. That's WilsonCountyHyundai.com. Hey, to Z Sports, we are powered by our friends at BetMGM. Download the BetMGM app today. Use our code at ATOZ Sports. You get a risk-free bet up to $600 with your first bet and your first deposit. That is code ATOZ Sports for the BetMGM app. 
Download the app today. Visit betmgm.com for terms and conditions. You must be 21 years or older. Must be present in Tennessee and for gambling problem support. Call the Tennessee Redline at 800-889-9789. Zach here live on a Monday. Uh, so Rob, thanks to Rob, uh, told us about what happened this morning. And that was uh, over at uh, WNML, formerly known as the Sports Animal, the morning drive show there with Tyler Ivins and Eric Kane this morning. We're discussing uh, gambling and ball baseball and A to Z sports came up because we have a guy, Logan Ward, uh, who works as a producer at that radio station, writing some gambling articles for our website, A to Z sports national.com. Uh, and he's got a tough stretch right now. Logan's go- Logan's going through uh, the valleys, I would say, of sports gambling over the last week or so. But Tyler Ivins and Eric Kane take a massive shot at A to Z sports and I really don't think they know what they're talking about. Well, the starting lineup. What we need to start doing is we need to start taking more of Chandler Emerson's picks, not so much Logan Ward's picks. Because for a guy who writes gambling segments for some kind of format or product, what, what, who's he write for here in town? Who's the publication he writes for? A to Z Sports, I believe. Yeah, at, at a national, he's he's working with a little A to Z. Yeah. Okay. Right. And those were the, and I'm almost certain those were the same people yesterday that were trying to strike up the Tennessee can't win in a big moment controversy yesterday. You would be correct. <laughs> okay, okay. That makes a lot of sense then. So that makes a lot of sense. Little A to Z, and because we are right about the Vols choking on the big stage, um, and I, it just it doesn't make any sense. Little A to Z. Little A to Z, Zach. Well, I, I, I saw that. Thanks, Rob, for letting us know. And Eric Jacob says, who? Uh, Tyler Ivins and Eric Kane. Eric Kane is the producer of that show. Tyler Ivins is the guy who tried to do a publicity stunt by sitting on top of a, a car dealership until the Vols won a game. Uh, and even with that publicity stunt, has like no zilch of a following of little A to Z. It doesn't make any sense, Zach. What, what do you think about this? Uh, what uh, what do I think about this? Uh, I, I think it's hilarious. Uh, I I think it's comical because this these guys are, hmm. Let's just say they have no clue what they're talking about. Uh, and this is kind of the funny thing is is that like social media and like following is pretty public knowledge, right? Like, <laughs> like you can go find out who's popular and who's not. Now what you can't find out and what these guys don't know is we had 11 million hits on our website last year. Uh, well, little A to Z, which I know uh, dog stomps anything that that radio station's website has, but let's go to the numbers guys. Let's go to the numbers. Now, we'll start out with hey, a victory for the Sports Animal as a station. This is not their show, right? This is their station. But their Twitter following, you see right there, they got 21,000 followers. Yeah, hey, bravo. Congratulations. A to Z, right, right there, they've got, we've got 15.5. That, that's all well and good. So, look, they've got us, us little A to Z, us Twitterites. Uh, they, they have us beat. But this is where it gets comical. Us little A to Zers, let's see what the sports animal has on Facebook, shall we? Whoa, 6,317 people follow this page. Well, let's just compare it to A to Z, which we have 62,000. Oh, hold on, hold on. While you're there, uh, peep that people reach number. Was that three and a half million people reached? (laughs) 
<laughs> yeah, so uh, 60, 62,000 uh, followers, but we've reached uh, three and a half million people in the last uh, four weeks. So there you Okay, go. So, so look, there we are. We're swinging. We're swinging around. We're swinging around. Let's go to their Instagram. Oh, okay. They got 2,200 followers. That's solid for, for posting a bunch of baseball picks in, in, in Knoxville. Well, uh, you know, A to Z, we have 19,000. So, I, look, I... I don't like swinging around weight because this is all public knowledge. You can go find this if you really want to. But I think it's hilarious how they view – maybe they view that on Twitter. I don't really know how it is. But um, these are stone-cold facts, guys. And, uh, look, you can criticize us if you want to. We got bigger and better things that we're going to be doing. Uh, yeah, like, the like, this, like the shirt Zach's wearing this morning? Yeah. Yes. Uh, and, but uh, they'll find that out soon enough. So I look, I, maybe the, that was, they didn't realize what they were talking about or what they were saying. So I, maybe I should give them the benefit of the doubt, but I do find that hilarious. Yeah. I, so, I want to listen to it again, just because, <laughs> just because it sounds like minor league radio. On the starting lineup. What we need to start doing is we need to start taking more of Chandler Emerson's picks, not so much Logan Ward's picks because for a guy who writes gambling segments for some kind of format or product, what, what, who's he write for here in town? Who's the publication he writes for a to Z sports, I believe. Yeah. At, at a Nashville, he's, he's working with a little a to Z. Yeah. Okay. Right. And those were the, and I'm almost certain those were the same people yesterday that were trying to strike up the Tennessee can't win in a big moment controversy yesterday. You would be correct. <laughs> okay, okay. That makes a lot of sense then. Uh, just real, real bad. Just real bad there. Just no idea. Like, they think because they're on radio in Knoxville that they've got a lot of strength and standing in what they're doing. Like, I'm look, I, 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 some kind of format, Jacob says, okay, boomer. <laughs> oh, like what everybody else is going towards live streaming. Yeah, that's it. That That's some, some format, little A to Z. No it's idea ba- what the hell they're talking boo- boo- It's a bad sales job. <laughs> yes. Like this is a bad sales job. Really bad, really bad. So look, if you're going to talk stuff, we'll talk stuff right back to you. So I don't know if this is going to turn into anything like our Tony Basilio spat was <laughs> of uh, calling Basilio fanboy radio or whatever we call them. Uh, but yeah, the, the bad they, look. look. They can criticize. Like, I don't mind like trash talking. I, I enjoy it. I am open to this because, and I, this is the best part is if you say something, I, I'll let's talk face to face. This is what I hate about Twitter is that all of these snot nosed basement booger eating fools will sit there and type out whatever tweet and call you out. But if they saw my ass in the streets, they would never say anything or got on a back to back video conference. We should just live stream a zoom and talk yeah. about it. But well, I, it's, it's what they don't know and don't realize on the back end, even though all of that following that we just went through is all public knowledge. We have 10 times the following in Facebook. We've got eight times the following on Instagram. Like we have a bigger reach. Now I would love to know how many hits that website gets in Knoxville. If it's above 11 million in 2020, then kudos to you. I don't think it is. No, no, especially by, especially those two guys aren't putting out the content. No, right. well, no, no, one guy's a they don't even have a, a, a Twitter handle for their own show. It's just the station like and the station just is barely beating us. And we're just building this thing from the ground up like they 
the sports animal in Knoxville has been around for decades. But my goodness. And, and plus, like the week thing. We've been too, around for five years. <laughs> yeah. 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 Five years. And uh, plus, like, we're going to at you on Twitter. They're just going to, like, mention us on the radio and then slide by, act like it didn't happen. We'll see if they respond uh, to us adding them on Twitter. Uh, so, look, it, it's it, it'll be interesting. We'll move on, though, because now let's talk about uh, the Vols and their next game. And you would have com- just not said little. I like I, yeah. I'm okay with everything else. Like criticize. Hey, look, I'm look, okay yes. with that. I, I, I'm, I'm okay. Totally cool. Totally cool. Uh, totally cool with them mentioning us. <laughs> That's fine. But little A to Z when we're literally bigger than you are makes zero sense. Zero sense. All right. So now let's get to back to the Vols baseball talk. <laughs> What's your confidence level in the Vols advancing past Texas? We like doing this one through 10. What is your uh, confidence level in the Vols advancing past Texas? But first, let me tell you guys about our friends over at the Bone and Joint Institute, boneandjointtn.org, the region's destination for comprehensive orthopedic and sports medicine care. Uh, you got to know who to turn to and who to trust whenever that injury happens in life. And that are the folks at Bone and Joint Institute, boneandjointtn.org. That is where to go. Check them out. They do everything right there at their one uh, facility in Franklin, the clinics, the diagnosis, the testing, the imaging, the surgery center, and the rehab facility, all right there in one building, boneandjointtn.org. Don't forget BetMGM. They are our title sponsor on the morning show, code ATOZ Sports. Risk-free bet up to $600. You got action all this week as the NBA uh, conference finals get underway, Eastern and Western Conference finals. Devin Booker, my man, yesterday. Uh, putting on a show. Download the app today and use that promo code ATOZ Sports. All right, Zach, confidence level. What is your confidence level one through ten in the Vols uh, advancing past Texas? So it's a it's a uh, do or die game versus Texas, uh, which you know the the loser goes home and that's it, right? And these two teams, Texas and Tennessee, the two highest rate ranked teams who made it to Omaha, now both losing in their first game. So one through ten answers. Um, uh, let's see. Uh, Renault says uh, that's not it. Uh, I was here. We go. Six point five for Josh. Uh, Brett with a five. Four. Uh, Rob says four. Texas has good pitching. Cody says I'm at a six. Texas is beatable. Louis says one. Brent says six. Renault says seven. Just have to be smarter at the mound. Sean says six. Time to find out who the real UT is. Uh, Jacob says 10, the University of Texas wouldn't exist without the Vols. Uh, Dom <laughs> says, uh, let's see, Larry says six. Shrike says two. Have very little faith in a Vols team will succeed in any meaningful way. Eli says they are facing Blade Tidwell. Uh, Texas is, right? Yeah, Blade Tidwell, uh, the Vols' second pitcher. Uh, pretty good big dude freshman uh, who pitched in the LSU game. So, Zach, what's your confidence level in the Vols advancing past Texas tomorrow afternoon at 1 o'clock Central Time in Omaha? So I think it all goes back to the expectations for Tennessee going into this tournament. And that is they are one of, if not the best team, right, in this tournament. They showed that throughout the course of the year. They showed that down the stretch in winning big games to get to the College World Series. I think six is actually the right number. Texas is no slouch. I think Mississippi State would actually be a better uh, draw because Texas came into this tournament in bracket two. They were probably, uh, it was close. It was Texas and Tennessee is the favorite. The underdogs 
both won in bracket two. But I do think Tennessee has a lot to prove after putting up zero runs against Virginia. I think that they'll come out focused, and usually this is the bounce back. I think Tennessee, I will predict, I think Tennessee will beat Texas to advance and, and send the Longhorns home. I don't know how much Tennessee will advance later on after yeah. that, but they need to get back right and get the bats cracking like they have throughout the course of the season. Well, yeah, because how Omaha is set up that you know, typically college baseball teams have two pitchers that they're more confident in than the rest of the staff, right? Like you've got your, your two starting pitchers that you really, really like. And so if you win your first two games in Omaha, you get to reset your rotation and your ace gets to go again in that game three. And then if you win that game, now you're in the in the series final and get to that's reset why, your that's so important. That's right. why I think you, that's why we brought the facts of dating back. If you win game one, your chances of winning the College World Series go up. I mean, every single one. Again, I have not I stopped earlier, but since we're at 2011. Every single solitary team that has won the College World Series has won their first game. So, and to your point, it resets the pitching rotation, right? Rocker and lighter, now they can go again. It's a strategy for Tim Corbin and that Vanderbilt team. Tennessee now has got to uh, adapt to what they have to go uh, as they move forward. So that's why I think it is so. game one was so important. And the fact they didn't score any runs – it just didn't it was it was unusual for this team that hits bombs to not hit any bombs yeah and man that the line drive to second where the virginia second baseman made a great play that that, that was the was that was it. the biggest play of the game right that was the demoralizing like knock the breath out of you type of moment where tennessee was like dang can't get anything going that was the chance cuz that scores two Right, that score, that one right there scores two, and I believe would have put Tennessee up two to one in that two game. One. And who yeah. knows? And they worked to get changed. that guy to third. Yep, yep, yep. That was that was right after the sacrifice bunt that moved the guys over uh, to second and third, I believe. So I, I think my confidence level for Tennessee, and I'm going to read a comment here because I, I, I will, I agree with Rob. It's going to be hard to win four in a row. But uh, Josh says Blade is really good, and the offense has to come alive. That's how I am. I, it's. it's Tennessee's offense is too good to get shut down two games in a row. And especially like after what Tony Botello said yet uh, yesterday after the game and that thinking they kind of got uncharacteristically lost their edge, they're not going to lose their edge again. Like I think Tennessee and their bats will come back and be active again. And I just don't see them laying down. It's not their personality to lay down and lose two games in a row like this. So you, your confidence level is at a six, Zach? Yeah. I'm at a seven and a half. I'm a lot more confident uh, in the vol in the Vols bouncing back. I think if, you know, if they would have won yesterday and, and battled it out, then maybe they could, you know, they might drop game two or something like that. But I do think after losing game one, they will fight and claw to get back uh, and win this game so they don't just go – go home after two games in Omaha. Yeah, uh, I, I'm with you on that. Um, the, their bats have got to come alive. That, like, you have you have to get back to who you are. And once – I think they get a run across the board. They can't get down early. I think that's also key, right? Right. Well, they I got, They got to get up. They, they started to tighten when they got down and they could not – 
get anything going offensively. They got tight and they started forcing, they started chasing pitches and, and they can't do that anymore. So uh, Shrike says someone has to lose two in a row. It's not in Texas's mentality either. That's a good point, Shrike. Uh, Texas is a good baseball team. Tennessee is a good baseball team. They both uh, got beat yesterday in their opening game in Omaha. So you're at a six, I'm at a seven and a half uh, in conference level. But we'll find out tomorrow at one o'clock. All right, Zach. Uh, it was your birthday weekend. You didn't know what you were going to be doing when we left the show Friday morning on your actual birthday. It was a surprise birthday plans, and you went skydiving. Kind of. Kind of. What does this mean? Kind you of. told me Saturday morning you were going skydiving, and now you're saying you kind of went skydiving? I kind of went skydiving. I think skydiving's in either like, it, you either did or didn't. Like, it's not like a kind of, there's no in between. You either, you either dove through the sky or you did not dive through the sky. So I, I don't understand where this is turning. Well, I'll tell you how I kind of went skydiving, but first tell uh, our great folks about one of our sponsors. Yes, Renters Warehouse and RentersWarehouse.com. They're the professional landlords in the Nashville area. Check them out. Again, RentersWarehouse.com. They do all the work for you. You can find out how much your home can rent for by going to the website. And they do uh, a lot of different ways. They can create extra cash flows for you and your family. Uh, whether you have a son or daughter who just graduated and some place to rent out to not live in your house. They've got inventory across the mid-state. All different types of price ranges. All different styles of homes. Townhomes, apartments condos, high-rise, houses, whatever it might be, at renterswarehouse.com. AZ Sports, we are powered by BetMGM. Download that app today. You can see that right there in the center of the screen. Promo code ATOZ Sports. All right, Austin, I'll tell you the story. So uh, my, my girlfriend gave me the opportunity to go skydiving. We were both going to go Saturday morning. It's in Tullahoma, Tennessee, which is about an hour and a half away. We get up bright and early. About 6.30, uh, we leave here about 7.30, and we we drive. We take off to Tullahoma. We get to the skydiving facility. The skydivers coming down. They're flying through the air. We're sitting there on the ground watching them, right? So it's our time. Hey, like strap up. We get our we – we're, it's a tandem dive, right? So uh, there's yeah. an instructor that, that she's going with and the one, one that I'm going with. My guy's name's Sebastian. Sebastian's been diving – for a long time, the last 10 years, very experienced. And I, I told Sebastian, look, man, my life is in your hands. We got to have some trust. So we, we, we create that quick, good rapport to feel confident. And we saddle up. We get on the plane. We, we ascend into the sky. And, you know, the ride is about, I'd say, 15 to 20 minutes long. And so during that time, uh, he's sitting behind me. If you've ever been in a skydiving plane, uh, it's open. <laughs> there's two benches and you're sitting, uh, you know, there's, there's two rows essentially. I'm, I'm right here. Sebastian's right behind me and he's strapping me up. Right. I mean, so we're getting, and, and I'm, look, I'm a pretty big guy. We're going to be falling fast. Well, he, he's strapping me up tight. I mean, I'm right up against this dude's chest and everybody's getting strapped up all of a sudden and they open the door. All right. And so, uh, my, my heart is beating. I, I can't lie. I'm, I'm fixing to jump out of a plane. I've never done this before. And they open the, 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 the door, and there's a couple of people right there. There's 17 of us in this plane. And the guy who's solo skydiving, they're solo in tandem in this plane. Solo guy is an instructor. He looks down, and 
You can see it. it there, there's clouds everywhere. And he's waiting, he's waiting, and he looks back at us, the 16 of us, and goes, no, 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 cut it, cut it, cut it, cut it. It's too cloudy, cloudy, no visibility, no visibility. So we're kind of looking around at each other. I'm looking at the instructor sitting next to me who's strapped to another guy's bat, and he's like, well, I, I don't know what's going on. So we're at 14,000 feet at this point. We drop down to about 10,000 feet. We're trying to find an open area that is not as cloudy, but they've canceled it. So Sebastian unstraps me. He's like, we're not going. So I get unstrapped. I am now no longer attached to Sebastian. And we get down to 10,000 feet from 14,000. And all of a sudden, the door opens again. And you're and unstrapped. I'm unstrapped. The solo guy looks down and he's like, I think we can go. He goes, I think we could go. Now there's some confusion between all of these instructors of if we should go or if we should not go based on visibility. At this time, we've kind of made the decision that I think we're going to go. The door's back open. We're at 10,000 feet. Sebastian starts strapping me in again <laughs> very quickly. <laughs> I mean, and and so he's he's scooting up, he's strapping me in. Like it takes a little bit of time. He's he undid like the buckle that I was there, and then did it back. So the guy in front of me, the instructor, he looks down at his like watch that has you know how high we are. He's like, man, we're at eight thousand. I I don't think we should go. <laughs> oh and he's not the guy calling the shots. I'm sitting there, I'm looking back, and my girlfriend, she's grabbing onto my leg for dear life because she's like zach what the hell's going on and i'm like i don't know Ask and you're Sebastian. like this was your idea <laughs> right and so so we're in this kind of a panic because Ugh. in the cloud coverage visibility is all these skydivers have so finally after some arguments between these damn instructors the pilot eventually says abort 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 they, it's it's too cloudy. They don't want to jump. They don't feel that it is safe to jump. So I mean, my I'm going. My emotions are like, oh my god, okay, are we going? Oh my god, okay, where are you going? So finally, they shut the door. Well, then, and this is this is <laughs> this is the next thing. I look at the instructor, and he goes, "Oh man, uh, this pilot's not used to landing planes with 17 people on board. Oh god, okay. He's used to flying planes and landing them with zero. I look back at Sebastian and go, how often does this happen? He goes, man, I, maybe one in every, like, 600. Like, oh. one, the, the other guy goes, I've flown 5,000 times. This has only happened four times. Oh, my God. So, finally, I'm looking at this instructor, and we're about to land. And I will say it was the smoothest landing I've ever had in my life on a plane. But really? before those wheels touched the ground, my heart was racing. We get down, it's the clouds have just rolled in. They're not going anywhere. And so we left because we had to take a rain check. So we're thinking about going back next weekend. <laughs> next weekend? That soon? Like, are you serious? Oh, my True story. God. So got in a plane, Ugh. was going to go skydiving, was going to jump out. And then after all that turmoil, did not. So that's why see, I say kind of. And so – I guess it's just a rain check. Like you still have paid for the experience. 
you just get to the next time you just get to go again. Oh yeah. Can they you have get the a, money? Can you get a refund if you did not want to go again? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yes, that, that I, I could, but that's, it's something I want to do. Like I didn't oh, do this yeah. because I was just like, Oh, like, I, I, this is something that I, uh, I want to do. And I like adrenaline, like all that stuff. And then we get down. This is the last thing I'll say. We get down there, and one of the solo guys comes up to me and goes, I would have jumped. <laughs> it's like, well, you guys got to make a decision, man. Like, I'm glad we came to the to the decision that we did. But, yeah, so that was my Saturday morning. Oh, man. Oh, now we want to ask people, uh, would you guys ever go skydiving? Because Zach's going to go skydiving. He didn't go skydiving. He kind of went skydiving. Now he's going to go again. Uh, so I'm with you. b right saying go back? Like, that just, it just says run. Like, that doesn't seem like an experience that would lead me to go back the next weekend. I feel like I would have to take some time in between. But, but now, but it is a completion. Right, I started sure. something and I didn't finish it, and maybe yeah. God was saying, "Don't no. do it." Like, well, yeah, I, again, I, I like, get that. I feel like, like I, I would like to go skydiving, and my wife and I, when we first started dating, that was something that we were thinking about doing, and we just never got around to it. So, but I, I do want to go skydiving at some point. But I feel like with your experience, I would have to take longer than just one week to go back to try it again. Like, I have to like let it settle. And sink in to think, okay, let's just chill and, you know, wait maybe a month or something like that, or at least two weeks. So would you ever go skydiving? Corey says, nope, no, never, not at all. Mauricio, our uh, A to Z Sports Dallas host, says, I would go 100% go skydiving, would never kind of skydive. That's scarier. So he's like, Bro, doing what you did is scarier than actually skydiving, which I could probably agree with that. It, it it was because, you know, it, it toys with your emotion jumping out of the plane. It really toys your emotion when you think you're going to jump out of the plane and you don't. Yeah, uh, Alex, I feel like the universe is trying to tell Zach something right there. Shrike said the longer you wait, the harder it may be to go do it again. I, 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 that's kind of where I'm at. And Austin, you know me. If I say I've got it, I'm going to do something, I will go to the depths of the earth to do it. Like I ha- yeah. I've told myself I've committed um, so I, I'm going to, we just, I, I'm going to make sure that it's not cloudy on Saturday. Right. Uh, Shrike says, absolutely. He's terrified of heights, but think it'd be great. And Karen says, absolutely not. So I, I would want to go skydiving. Puka says, nope. Uh, JJ says, never jump out of a moving airplane. <laughs> Aaron says, no, not me. Uh, Hunter says, I've been, and I would go again. Uh, Jeff says, I want to, but I don't want to die. I mean, you're not going to die. Like, what's the skydiving death stats? Probably very, very low. No, so I asked the guy, I was like, I mean, what do I need to know anything? He goes, uh, well, yeah, because if if the parachute does, they have a backup parachute, and if that, you're dead, right? Like, you're dead. Um, Yes. But really, he said where the injuries happen on a tandem dive is the inexperienced one, which would be me, right? Yeah. Not putting their feet up when you land. They want to like some people try to brace them, and that's when like your knee gets jarred because you're yeah. coming in at a, a high rate of speed. He was like, make sure you have your feet up and you land on your butt. It's gonna be okay. But he says that's where most of the injuries happen with knees, tearing ACL because you think you could stop and the ground says no. Yeah, that sounds terrible. I don't want to do it. Uh, I you just like because you, you just said you said my trigger word. You said ACL. 
And I immediately, I immediately pictured in my mind of me landing and trying to land in a running, like, like, you know, like the guys who jump out of airplanes and like NFL stadiums and land and they go run, like trying to do that and just popping my knee again. That, you know, that just, I don't want to do that. That sounds awful. Sounds terrible. Tone well, we'll says not if, uh, after that experience. <laughs> I, I mean, I, I like telling the story because I'm alive, but it was, it was a, uh, emotional roller coaster. It was. Yeah. Dom says, yep. It's all about that knee talk, knee talk. Rick says those guys are pros. I mean, yeah, like obviously the instructors are pros and they have to teach you the right. Did you practice the landing? Is there any way to practice? No, that? no, you, no it's just, you don't practice. I didn't know if I there was just, like a, a training, like, like seminar thing that they like told they, you about. There's a video and it just oh. says that, Hey, you're giving away your life rights. Don't yeah. sue us. Yeah, you which is why I asked you uh, where do, who's the beneficiary of, of your fifty percent of the business before you right. Went. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's get the bad sales Tux, job. Tuxes, <laughs> Tux is the beneficiary. Yeah. All right, uh, A to Z Sports here live on this Monday. Let's get to bad sales job. But first, Zach, tell us about Calvin and Subtle. Yeah, Calvin and Subtle is where you need to go to get your hardwood floors if you're in Middle Tennessee. 615-448-6414 or online at calvinandsubtle.com. They have your hardwood floors like this nice featured Angelino. Ask about this hardwood floor. It really pops in the kitchen, dining room, living room. It's good quality, too. Knock on wood if you're with me. Everybody's with me, and, and you can be with Calvin and Subtle. They can hook you up. 615-448-6414. BetMGM, download the app today. Use code ATOZ Sports. The king of sports books. Use code ATOZ Sports when you download the app and sign up. You get a risk-free bet up to six hundred bucks with your first deposit and your first bet right there with the BetMGM app. It is time for bad sales job here on this Monday, Zach. You've got a two-game lead. I think you're eleven nine and two, right? Is that is that the I record? Am. I am eleven nine and two. Uh, bad sales job on a Monday. I forget who goes first here. Um, let's see here. You give me mine uh, and then I go second. I give oh, you that, yours. Yeah. Okay. Um, I have mine and right. it stems from something that I think the opposite of. So I'm really, really curious to see how you're going to spin this. And this has some, uh, emotional ties to you, mm. some family ties to you. I don't, I don't like where this is going. You have to sell all of us on why Ben Simmons is the oh. best NBA basketball player in the world right now. Let me get my timer ready. <laughs> and best of luck to you, friend. Because <laughs> that guy. Okay. Uh, <laughs> whenever you're ready. Ben Simmons is the best basketball player in the NBA right now because there's two things that you cannot teach. Everything else in basketball can be taught. The two things you can't teach are size and talent, and that's what Ben Simmons is elite with. You can teach him how to shoot free throws. You can get him a shrink to fix his mental issues. But Ben Simmons, you cannot replicate the size and athletic ability that this guy has of playing the game of basketball He's still young. He's only like 24 years old. He'll come into it. He'll be an all-star next year. Stop. No doubt about it. That's hard. That Not was easy. tough. 
not easy. Not easy. Uh. Mm. I I lost some money on him throughout the course of this past series against the Hawks, and I I should have faded him. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. It was going to be my shade on Wednesday, but I just was like, oh, let's see. Lost it, you can't throw shade. It's too far removed. Um, yeah. For that. I mean, it's too far removed, and everybody knows it, right? Like, you're beating a dead horse. Um. All right, Zach, your bad sales job is you have to tell me why uh, drinking a bottle of champagne, a pitcher of mojitos, and then four other shots and a couple beers without eating is a perfect way to spend your Saturday, and you'll be totally fine on Sunday. You may repeat it. Uh, I think I got it. Uh, let me get the timer ready. Ready when you are. If you drink champagne and mojitos and beer, you drink all of that, that's fine. You don't need to eat. It's the summertime. What you can do and what Austin did not mention, you have to hydrate throughout the process. It's not about food. It's about water. If you slug water in between all of those beers, mojitos, champagne glasses, all the way up to the night, Sunday you will feel bad, but you will not feel that bad. If you're drinking water and hydrating, maybe take an ibuprofen right before you go to sleep. That's also a key. So that's what I did on Saturday. (laughs) That's everything that I did on Saturday without eating. Uh, So there's, there's bad sales job. Who won that one? So did I win or did Zach win? Hmm. Slow comments today. Puka says mix everything with juice. Uh, Stacey, that sounds like the biggest hangover ever. Zach, Zach, Zach's going to win this one. Um, Mark says Austin wins, but he lost on Sunday. Totally true uh, on that, Mark. So who won? Right now it's uh, Zach is up with the votes. Um, Dom says now we're even now I've taken the lead, uh, with Sean and Dom's votes coming in. JJ makes it even again with Zach for sure. So now we're even there's Karen putting Zach up and Louie. Okay. Now Zach's up. Uh, no, we're even again. I'm trying to keep live scoring. (laughs) We're six for six right now. Uh, Rob says Zach puts Zach up one. Uh, Zach coming in from Michael. Um, I think Zach's going to win. I think Zach wins. Oh, uh, now Shrek and Stacy come in with me. I think we're really even. B Rat says I'm up, push. I'm up like two. You're up two? Yeah, I think you're right. I think you're right. This I think you won. Sell. Now yeah. you gotta really put now we're starting yeah, to my back is up against the wall. Right. So oh, uh 12, so 12, 9, 12, 9, and 2. 12, 9, and 12, 9, and 2. 9 and 2. All right. Tough stuff. My not my best performance today, partially because of what happened on Saturday. But, you know, we'll bounce back. We'll do better. All right, guys. Have a great rest of your Monday. Thanks for watching today. Danny says he came for the bad sales job segment. Well, I hope hope it delivered. Have a great rest of your Monday. We'll be back tomorrow morning. Have a good one. Adios.